Amen. Hallelujah. We need the joy in our life, and so does somebody else. Amen. I'm not going to preach about that today, but praise God. I want to preach about something else. Praise God. Amen. So if you've got your Bibles with you this morning, turn me Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. We're going to read a couple of scriptures or three. And if you're there, you say amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, correction, chapter 10 and verse 13. Amen. Praise God. And it reads, There art no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Amen? Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Amen? The other scripture that I want to read is from Genesis. So I want to bring the story out of Genesis this morning. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 12. Genesis 6 and verse 12, and it reads, God looked upon the earth and beheld, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted its ways upon the earth. And God said, Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopal wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark. And shall pitch it within and without the pitch. The other scripture, Genesis chapter 7 and verse 11. Genesis chapter 7 verse 11. And it reads, in the sixth hundreds year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And we pick the, uh, the story up in verse 19 of the same chapter, Genesis 7 and verse 19, and it reads, And the waters prevailed exceedingly, Upon the earth and all the eye ills that were under the old heaven was covered. Fifteen cubits up, up, upward did the waters prevail. And the mountains were covered. And all the flesh dried. The flesh died that moved upon the earth. Both of fowl and the cattle and of the beast and every creeping thing. That creepeth upon the earth and every man. So we, it, it killed everything. As we read the final chapter, we go to verse, uh, Genesis chapter 8 and verse 13. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 13. And it reads, And it came to pass in the sixth hundreds and the first year 
in the first month. And the day of the month, and the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked. And behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and the twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. Praise God. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just pray, Lord, once again, Lord, for your word, Lord, it will find a resting place in the hearts, the listening ears, Lord, I pray. Lord, let the listening ear, Lord, listen, incline, Lord, to your word this morning that your word will find that resting place in their heart. This seed that it will grow and be multiplied, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, we read a few scriptures there on creation. Praise God. Hallelujah. If I can just talk for a little while on this thought this morning. On whether through the flood or through the fire, God always has an escape route for his people. Amen? Whether through the flood or through the fire, God always has escape route for his people. Amen? His people. Amen? Hallelujah. These people are up to be, 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 be the listeners. These uh, people have to have that patience. These people need to have the desire to serve him and serve him only. He's, not, he's talking about everybody, but it, it's, it's talking about a particular people that will love him, that will give them all to him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now God is, God is moving every day. Amen. God is moving every day. Praise the Lord. You know, what we read there this morning, is, it has to do with the fact, survival. How we can have this survival planned for us for the future. Noah heard from God. And if we found favor in God's eyes, that he went and built this ark from a gopo wood. He moved with fear and tremble. Now this man was after God's own heart. So here we are today. We are blessed. They, back in the day of Noah, they didn't have the opportunity. But all they could live is by faith. And live patiently. Until they heard from the Most High. Until they heard from God. 
And it's about survival because for the man, this has been uttermost important in the existing. Surviving and buried the intricate pitfalls of life, physical and spiritual, has been uttermost in man's mind from the beginning God has placed. This as one of one of the basic drives within human elements. But we live in a world today, they don't really care. We live in a world today. There's all these opportunities, all these, all these opportunities out there that grasp them very easily. And the people go with them. It's either be the system or it's either be a person on, it, on, it, on, it, on his own or it's either be God. So there we can see three elements that we need to really challenge in our heart. All we need to follow, what we need to do when we come to the house of God. Because the challenge is on. The race is on. We wake up to a bright new day or stormy days every day. That shouldn't really stop us. That shouldn't wander our mind from coming out of what God has called us to in our life, in our walk with him. But people get beset really easy because they don't time they don't spend time concentrating what this existence really is so they go with what they what they what they like how they feel so they don't really need the direction if I'm going to talk about the world and, and yourself, there's only two people. And they make choices for themselves. That's only physical, maybe fundamental. But we're missing out on the third element, which is in God. That we need to consider whether it's only physical thing that we need to, to care about all the time and keep going the way we, we're going. Keep living the way we live. Or are we going to look into something, something else that is deeper, something else that is Stronger, powerful, something within us that we need that as well. Hallelujah. And it comes from God. Some people say that the scientific, the science, they've invented, they've invented everything. So they believe the science. 
We are not. For those who are in, in, in the church today, I believe that you have been called by God. That you will reach to extreme heights in the divine realm of God. But we will need to we will need to we will need to find the time, find the time for us to grow in God, to really feel and really experience what God is doing and saying to His church today. Hallelujah! We are the one that will promote. We are the ones that will, that, will, that will shine the light. We are the ones that will preach to somebody that there is a God. There is a God. There is just not a life that exists itself. Hallelujah. In every single person. Hallelujah. There is an existence. And that is existence. Belongs to God. We need to tap into the divine realm of God and experience the power today. You want to experience miracles? You want to experience healing? Praise God. You need to, you need to, you need to, what's the word? Praise God. You need to go into the intents of your heart. Hallelujah. You need to go into the intents of your heart. So that God will empower you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You might be physically well. Praise God. You might be physically powerful. Intelligent. But it doesn't mean that you have this power. Hallelujah. Of God. Hallelujah. Because your, your, own, your own self can put you out from your calling from God. It will put you out and you be begin to work on your own imagination and press on in the wrong direction. God has a plan and a purpose for us. Hallelujah. If we are hearing his word today, praise God, we need to incline ourselves. We need to grasp the word and hide it in our heart that we may do his good work. That we may multiply. Hallelujah. What he has called us to do. You know, before the flood, the age of wickedness, after Adam and Eve sinned, and in the judgment they were driven out from the beautiful Garden of Eden, as we know the story, some of us, praise God, Sin became more prominent and disobedience to God grew to the way of life. And from time to time, there were men who lived for the Lord, such as Enoch. In Genesis chapter 5, verse 21 and 24. But the most part of the time of the flood, man had forgotten his creator. Man has forgotten his creator. The earth also was corrupt before God. And the earth was filled with violence. 
Genesis chapter 6 and verse 11. Corruption of Setites set set, set and the Canaanites, the sons of God, so the daughters of men, that they were fair. They were giants in the earth. And in those days, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bear children to them. And the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Genesis chapter 6, verse 2 and verse 4. Set, set the tithes, or set generation, were sons of God. Men from the godly line of Adam's son, Seth, who took Abel's place. In Genesis chapter 4 and verse 25 to 26. The daughters of men of the godless line of Cain. The mixture of these two lines brought about the tremendous spiritual corruption in the human race. So that's where the story is. That's where the corruption was. If we go back to the book of Genesis. And the failure of Sedatites, or the generation of Seth, the descendants of Seth failed in the appointment of God. And they, were perver perverted and the purpose for which the Lord had placed them on the earth. Paul warned the, the church, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship at righteousness with unrighteousness? 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 14. We are to be separated people of God. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separated saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. 2 Corinthians 6.17 Wickedness was great, and God showed that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he speaks for us in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5. The combination of godly line with the godless line could not only lead to trouble, the desires of the flesh with no control from the Spirit of God will bring unlimited sin and a disobedience of the Word of God. And God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt and for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. Genesis 6.12 The arts of men were evil. The thoughts of men were evil. The evil was without intermission. Evil continually. Filthy jokes. Foul languages. Lustful thinking were attached to every passing moment in the day. 
Their children grew up with evil. And it followed them to school. It followed the parents to work. In play or business, evil was present. So we, we live in a life that is very dangerous, if I can use this word. It's good. It's good for us to live in. But it can be very, very dangerous as well. The only remedy for the wickedness Civilization was unlawful. Divine justice required destruction of men for his disobedience to God. So the flood will come. God's mercy had run out. When we read the first uh, scriptures in Genesis, God's mercy ran out, and God will not always deal with men. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with men. Genesis 6 3. God will vent his displeasure upon the whole earth. This was to be the worst and most awful judgment of God would place upon mankind until the end time. Hallelujah. I don't know if we are feared to that extent today. Living for God, are we driven by fear and trembling to speak the word in fear to the lost loved one or for our families in the church today. Are we taking serious the word of God today? What God is wanting us to do in these last days. Or we might think, oh, it's 2020, it's only beginning. We've heard the preachers say, oh, the, 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 the time is near. There will be no end. And I'm challenging somebody today that if you are thinking that the, the end will not come, then you are wrong. Hallelujah. You need to desire God to really seek the answer. Because God has the answer for you and I. Our flesh, our physical ability our brain can only measure what we can see, what we read, and what, what we've, we've heard from somebody maybe intelligent. Salvation is for you and I today. Salvation is just you and God. It's for you to be successful. To make it into the, the realm of God or the kingdom of God. We need to experience the power of God today. Hallelujah. 
Maybe we haven't changed from last year. And we are struggling. But our mind is telling us that, that no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm faithful. I've attended church services every Sunday. Every commit, uh, commitment. I've been attending this. Hallelujah. You can attend. That's okay. But it's about the kingdom of God. Whether you are driven by God or you're driven by yourself or you are driven by the world. You know, some of us work, but most of us are driven by system. Some system out there. To receive, we have to abide. We have to obey. So we have to follow that system. It doesn't matter whether it be finances, whether it be education, or whether it's just a, a social group. But there are systems in place that we need to apply to that if we want. Unless otherwise, if we're just turning up to make that time, then praise the Lord, we are wasting our time to attend to these services or this system. Commitment is more than a commitment. Obedience is more than obedience. Hallelujah. When have you last, when did you last spend time with the Lord? When did you last spend the time with the Lord? Or have we just been counting days until the next service comes? Noah, we heard. Noah, he found righteousness. He heard from God and he acted upon what God instructed him. Go and cut the gopo wood and build the ark. Simple one. Go, cut the, cut the wood and build an ark. Noah didn't question God that why? What God instructed him he acted upon what he was instructed to do. Here today, we are instructed to whatever God says, whatever you are hearing today, from the teaching or from the preaching of the word, you act upon it. Or can we be more than Noah? Praise God. We have the power in us. We received the, the gift of Holy Ghost. Did we? If we done that, praise God, we have made more than what Noah and them dad did. And all the whole prophets. We've done, done great. But what we, what we are doing today is we, we take it, we receive it. Then we just take the back seat. We just take the back seat. We just get driven by our imagination. It's okay. I'm saved today. I'll be all right for the rest of my life. Uh-uh. We are to, to live for God sacrificially. We have to sacrifice ourselves as a living sacrifice. That God can do what he needs to do. But first, we need to make ourselves available. 
then God can do what he wants to do. Praise God. If we can't make ourselves available just by simply obeying the word of God, then we probably just wasting our time. If we are going to pray for miracles and healings and that, praise God. If we are not listening to what God is instructing us, then we are going to find fault or we are going to complain that the miracles and the healings have taken so long. Because we haven't spent that time. We haven't sacrificed that time to wait upon God. Sometimes, you know, we need to just stay home. Don't worry about doing whatever you want to do. You want to get busy because you are busy from yourself. Whatever ambitions you have, whatever imagination or whatever the communi community expects you of doing whatever you want to do for the community. Sometimes we just need to take time out and spend time with God. So God can do what he wants to do in, in our lives. Hallelujah. We are separated. We are Christians. We are separated. We can't class ourselves as the world, as the rest of the world. So we don't have to act like one. We live in this world, but be not of the world. Through our conversations, through our lustful thinking, or our foul languages, we have to be very mindful. And that is an obedience to the word of God. If the word of God says, you dwell in the righteousness and holiness, that's where we are going to dwell. In righteousness and holiness. And living to the fullest what God is offering to us. We are not going to be like the, the talents that we, we heard this morning. The five talents and the two talents and the one talent. We're going to be more. The five talents, he went and Increased. Got another five talents. So he increased. And the, the two talents that God gave did the same. But the other one we heard this morning that he buried until the Lord will appear. Then he gave it back to the Lord. Now that is a time waster. We can't keep what God has promised and He's given to us. We need to work on it and we need to grow. We need to move forward in faith so we can experience what God has placed for us. No one moved with fear. See, after the flood, there is a new beginning. Hallelujah. We heard about all these bushfires and, and um, floods. And currently, the coronavirus around, the, around in China. So they're trying to detain. We heard on the news. We see it on the news. People can only do what they can do. 
They can use system to try and stop that. But it will come to us. Who has the Spirit of God that will pray that these things will be destroyed. These things will disappear. Hallelujah. The sin that brings in of multitudes, it will bring all the sicknesses and diseases, fires, lives will be lost. But it will take somebody to sacrifice. Sacrifice. We've heard lives been lost in the bushfires. Firemen walked into the fires and lost their lives. So wherever they got burnt or plane crashed, the fire eased. It stopped, but it, it keeps burning. Other areas start burning. But amazing thing was, there was unbelievers. But from the fire, it really made people think about God and really prayed. They thought that there was no God existed. But these things that, that goes around and happening around the world really test people and their faith, their abilities. There must be something to stop this. So it, it will depend on us as Christians today. But we need to humble ourselves if we will need to hear from the Lord. We will need to humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways. Then God will hear from heaven. So I don't know where you are this morning. What desire you came here with or need or situation here this morning. If we can just reach unto the Lord this morning. Use this time as a valuable time that God will fill you. Whatever the need is, whatever the circumstances, whatever the situation is, only if we can make ourselves available this morning to be like Noah. He found favor with God by being just humble himself. And God told him, go and cut the wood and build an ark. I will send the flood and that will destroy every, every person in this the face of the earth. Noah went and did it. So it's challenging you and I this morning. What are we doing about our salvation? Are we going to be filled up again? Or are we ready to receive from the Lord for the first time? We need to experience the gift of the Holy Ghost today. 
Hallelujah. God has called you. He will use you. But you have to make yourself available. We can't take every service lightly. We cannot take every service lightly. But be that vessel. Be that living sacrifice unto the Lord. Because you could be that same very person sitting right here. That can do miraculous thing. And God will use that. God will use you. We can't always depend on our pastor, our leaders, our, our faithful ones. It might be you. And what I noticed through the Bible stories, that it was always the least people. And that's what, what, what God wants. He didn't come to heal. That was already rich or do some good things for the rich. But he came for those who are lost that they may have life. That's the plan of God for us today. It doesn't matter what age. God might have favor in you today. But you need to make yourself available. Because judgment is out there. Trials and temptations is out there. Praise God. If we are just going to come and warm the, the, the seats here and, not, and not, not receive anything from the Lord, then we're probably just wasting our time. Maybe we are not ready today. But maybe it's the time today. Hallelujah. You know, when he called the other prophets like Moses, they said, oh, I'm not ready. Even King David, he was only a child. He was only a little boy. His father said, no, he's only a little boy. But see, God is a respect of no person. If he wishes to call you, doesn't matter your age, he will do exactly that. Hallelujah. So you have to make yourself available so God can do what he needs to do. Amen? Hallelujah. This is a simple word. When God said, go, you go. When God said, stay, you stay. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is how we're going to manage our spiritual walk with God. God is looking for a vessel, a tool that he can use. And the tool is you. You have to make yourself available. So God can use the tool. If we are not ready, praise God. What are we doing? I know God has called you. You feel it in your heart today. Right now. God is going to feel you. Doesn't matter what's going to happen. Don't be worried. Don't be scared. God wants to use you. He wants to fill you with his gift.
today. Hallelujah. You might have great talents. Praise God. Maybe God wants you to be patient first. Hallelujah. We need to be, we need to be sensitive to the spirit. Because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Bless the Lord. Praise God. I hope you heard today what God has told you. There is a judgment out there waiting for us. And we don't want to be left behind. We don't want to be destroyed by the temptation of the world. We have to be ready for the calling of the Most High. God is an humble. He's a gentleman. Praise God. But we need to make ourselves available. Maybe you're not, you're not hearing. Maybe the preaching doesn't worry you. Praise God. But I'm challenging somebody today. The Lord will use you if you make yourself available. Praise God. If you can rise this morning. You know, it says in Matthew chapter 21, verse 38, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriages until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Praise God. We live in a time, day and age, everything just seems to get really fast every day. And we try to keep up with that system. You know, sometimes I feel that I need to spend some time alone at home. And the other challenge is like, even though when I spend time at home, I'm always doing something. It's either for myself or somebody else. So what I'm talking about here this morning is we really need to find that place and a time for us to really mirror ourselves once again. But who we are, God has called us for a purpose that we are to witness sometime, someday. That we will be out there. We will be his tool. Body that will be enlightened. Mind will be uplifted in our spirit. We'll be uplifted and we'll be strong. We, are, we will not be ashamed to share the gospel. The righteousness. You know, today we... we, we we face fears from our peers and our associations if we come together with them and they'll if we talk about God they'll make a fun out of it they'll make a joke out of that but I'm challenging you today what has God what God has called you to to be his vessel.
If you believe that you are a vessel for God today, then what is that you will do for God? He said, you only can make yourself available. And in other words, it says that only believe. Because sometimes when we plan and we think about these things, it throws us out from our, our plans or the pattern that God wants us to walk in as the children of God. So we need to look at ourselves today as our musicians sing. Hallelujah. When, when did you last heard from the Lord? Maybe you need to be refilled this morning. Maybe you need to get the touch from the Lord this morning once again. Maybe we need to say to the Lord, that, oh Lord, I'm sorry. I've been coming to church and I've been coming to the commitments. I've lived all that I, I could for you. But I'm missing out this one thing. I'm missing the experience from you. I need the touch from you, Lord, this morning. Hallelujah. And we'll see what tomorrow will hold. Hallelujah. We need that power to generate within us. Amen. We need the power of God. Hallelujah. I, I would be very fearful if I don't feel His presence. Hallelujah. So we need to be discerning the Spirit. What the Spirit is speaking to the churches today. Praise God. It might be just one word. Praise God. You don't have to incline and try and remember every word that's been said today. Praise God. But God knows exactly and you know exactly what's missing in your life as a child of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why don't we just worship Him this morning as our musicians sing? Praise God. Take another look at yourself.